Universal basic income. Let's cash in. Finance for the everyday millennial. Hard charging solutions. We provide an accelerant in the journey towards financial independence. Welcome back to Cash In With Cash In, the financial forum for young professionals. You know, one of the things I love most about my millennial and Gen Z colleagues is that we are truly the generations of ideas. We're not surprised that things are different today than they were a decade ago. That's progress. And we're willing to jump in and go with the flow wherever it takes us. Few of us expect to have a lifelong career with a single employer. It's not that we're unwilling to work, as some of our senior colleagues might remark. It's just that we are more willing to accept change and adapt our work to our life instead of the other way around. But when you're financially responsible for yourself and others, can you really afford to risk your income for a dream? And if you do take a financial risk and fail, how can you recover economically? A lot of business leaders, politicians, and social scientists have been asking these kinds of questions. One idea that keeps coming around is that of a universal basic income. You may have heard of this term or its acronym UBI. UBI made news when Democratic presidential hopeful Andrew Yang campaigned on the promise of universal basic income in 2020. But he wasn't the first politician to support it. UBI has been championed by former government officials on both sides of the political spectrum, from former Secretaries of State James Baker and George Schultz to former Labor Secretary Robert Reich. Podcaster Joe Rogan was also a supporter. UBI has quite a following among the tech crowd, as you might imagine, with Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, and Elon Musk all giving it a thumbs up. So, if you're wondering what UBI is and why you should care, I have a few answers for you. First, what is it? Universal Basic Income is a government program that guarantees each adult citizen a set monthly income. No action is required on the part of the recipients. You don't have to pass a means test, send in a time card, or fill out a form. The money is distributed without any strings or conditions for recipients to spend as they see fit. Now, you're probably thinking, oh, okay, I'm down with free money, but what's the catch? The whole point of UBI is that there isn't a catch. It's not meant as a reward or incentive. One UBI proponent described it as a floor to stand on and not a safety net to catch you. Supporters say that giving every adult a source of dependable cash income empowers workers to bypass low-wage jobs because they're not desperate for income. UBI can help reduce poverty by ensuring that no one goes without a paycheck and it can provide financial breathing room for families at the bottom of the economic ladder. UBI can offer income from non-working parents of small children and adults who provide care for family members. Those roles often take caregivers out of the workforce for years at a time, which can increase the stress on families and individuals who live close to the financial edge. Universal basic income is not universally supported, however. Critics of the idea point out that while UBI has the potential to reduce poverty, there is no guarantee that it would accelerate growth or stimulate innovation. They also point out its potential to exacerbate inflation 
because more people will have more dollars to chase after goods and services. While giving every adult the same amount of cash every month may be fair, it may also not be necessary. For employed professionals who can live within their means, UBI is a, a nice to have, it's not a, a need to have. An individual with a disability or a family with a special needs child might see their financial situation deteriorate if their medical costs exceed what UBI offers them, especially if other support programs go away. For policymakers, figuring out how to set up and fund UBI could present ongoing challenges. Since UBI is a government program, funding will have to come from tax revenues. However, most taxing jurisdictions already have strict guidelines in place governing how monies are collected and dispersed. One idea is to replace existing welfare programs with UBI, but it's not clear that all of the programs and services available through welfare could be duplicated through UBI. As you dig more into the nuts and bolts of UBI, you may wonder if the idea has ever been tried in real life. The answer to that is yes. UBI pilot programs have been launched on every continent where there is a job market with mixed results. A trial in Finland in 2017 found UBI to be an imperfect replacement for the ordinary level of services that Finns enjoy from their local communities. A trial in Ontario province in Canada was canceled in 2017 when a new government defunded the program. A UBI test program in Stockton, California in 2019 and 2020 offered some promising results. A short-term analysis after the first year showed an increase in full-time employment of 12% among recipients, as well as improvements in financial stability overall. The increase in employment was of particular interest to the researchers because many detractors believed that guaranteed income would decrease recipients' entry in holding regular jobs. UBI may be an idea whose time has come, but the implementation isn't quite there yet. But that doesn't mean that it's going away anytime soon either. A 2018 poll found that overall, 54% of American adults are disapproved of UBI, while only 45% supported it. But if you dig deeper into those results, you'll see that the vast majority of detractors are age 50 and older, while 70% of millennial and Gen Z respondents are open to the idea. All of which brings us back to where we started. We are the generation of change and flexibility. Over time, our ideas might just flip the economic strip that we've been using for the last 50 years. Think on that for a while. And until next time, this is Cashin reminding you that it is always a good time to cash in with Cashin.